welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Very exciting. Um, good morning. I am Kate Bowman. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. And my team and I, we work with organizations to help build dynamic cultures. So people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. We are also home of the Dream Manager Certification Program. So we actually certify dream managers that go into organizations to help fulfill the dreams of their team members because your organization can only become the best version of itself to the extent that your people are becoming better versions of themselves. Um, I also have a weekly newsletter called Massive Optimism. So if you wanna receive three to five ideas to inspire you each week, I share journaling prompts, book recommendations, quotes, Lots of positive vibes for your, uh, before you start your week on Sunday. You can just go to massiveoptimism.club and sign up for that. Um, so this week has been all about networking, which I love. Uh, today we are talking about transform your network and, and life. I love this topic because for those of you that know, I came from a background of in a chamber of commerce. I spent eight years at a chamber of commerce. So that was my world. It was like 
networking all day, every day, helping people make connections, helping people connect with the right people. And so I just have a heart for this topic. And so I've really been loving the conversations that have been had. And um, for those of you that know me, you know, I love sharing book recommendations. So I do want to share one book um, around networking called Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. And it's a phenomenal book. If you haven't read it and you really want to up your networking game this year, I definitely recommend getting that book, reading it. And I thought it would be fun to throw out a little challenge to you today, a little challenge for this month or next month. Um, here's your challenge. Connect with five new people this week that you've met in this room, in Breakfast with Champions. And, and it could be anyone. It's, oh, there's a hot mic. Um, not just the moderators, not just the speakers, but anyone here. There are so many phenomenal people that come into this room every single day. Click on profiles, not only the people on this stage, but go down, see who's in this room. If you're in this room, you obviously care about education, motivation, inspiration. Like you are trying to live a more positive, healthy day and life. So connect with these like-minded people and just click people's profiles and see who might be a good fit to connect with and just kind of, you know, open up a dialogue and see what happens. It's not meant to be, hey, we have to do some transaction. It's just meant to build connections. Like if he was talking about, you know, everyone here, we feel like our lives have changed because we get to know all of these incredible people in this room. It doesn't matter if we ever do business together. It's just cool to know these people to make an impact in each other's lives. And so that is my challenge today is that over the next 30 days, connect with five new people this month. And I would love to hear the connections that you made and the impact that it had. So make sure that you connect with me over on Instagram and share your story with me because I want to I want to hear all about it because you never know. I always say you're one idea or connection away from completely changing your life. You can meet the love of your life. You can meet your new business partner, something. So that's my challenge. All right, I am so excited because this week, again, we're talking all about networking and LinkedIn is one of those platforms that is so incredibly powerful, but we don't talk about it as much as some of the other, as, as some of the others. Like, you know, we all get excited to hear about Instagram and Clubhouse and how do we grow, but how many of you, flash your mic if you know LinkedIn is powerful, but you do not use it as much as you should. Flash your mics if you know. All right, I see Christina and... I hear like, oh, Bonnie and Jeannie and Wealthy and Samira and Tim and Kai and Jory. Okay, I love it, love it, love it. So we all know, we get it, right? We're like, we should be spending more time on LinkedIn, but we're not because we're doing other things. And if you're looking to grow your network, especially if you're in the B2B space, LinkedIn is where it's at. Plus, they've done a really great job adding features like LinkedIn audio, right? They just rolled out LinkedIn audio, so they are on the ball with all these new features because they're obviously seeing that platforms like Clubhouse and other and Fireside and all these other ones are making an impact. And so I'm excited because I am not the LinkedIn expert. I don't know all the things on LinkedIn. I'm I'd be flashing my mics with you guys because I'm thinking, you know, I want to I really want this year to be the year that I leverage it to its full capacity. So I am excited because I'm gonna be interviewing the amazing LinkedIn expert himself, Joshua B. Lee, who you probably know from the stage because he has been all over Clubhouse. He is called the dopamine dealer of LinkedIn. He does engagement, marketing strategies. Honestly, if you want to hear your message be seen and heard and you want to know how to grow your brand on LinkedIn, you need to know Joshua B. Lee. He and his wife do such an incredible job. They've got programs and courses and they do consulting and, and coaching and all the things to help you with LinkedIn. And he's here with us today and we've got him for a full hour. So we're here up until 7 a.m. when hashtag rise and grind starts. So I'm gonna be asking him some questions and then I'm definitely gonna be opening up the floor for you because I know you guys got some good burning questions around LinkedIn. So Joshua, thank you so much for taking some time to be with us this morning to help us with LinkedIn. Of course, Kate, good morning, everyone. Yes, it is. Uh... My, I, I love these early mornings, right? I mean, it's uh, being on Clubhouse and being able to connect with so many amazing people around the world. My 5 a.m. interviews and being able to go through, it's funny. I was just uh, looking on the stage. Lisa and I had done an interview on Breakfast with Champions. Ah, God, it had to be almost a year ago, too. We did a little mini training. So, you know, it's been so amazing 
with all the fun stuff. Hey, Lisa. Good morning, Josh. <laughs> so nice to see you again. We're loving having you back in Breakfast with Champions. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, Kate, I'm super excited. You know, I am here to be able to share as much as you want to go in and deep as you want to go into, Kate, because so many people do not realize the power of LinkedIn. They do. And, and not to try and call you out on this, but they go, LinkedIn's a B2B platform. And I'm going to show you and tell you and just really dive into why I'm going to tell you that's a misnomer, right? I don't believe there's a B2B or a B2C and for everyone that's business to business or business to consumer, because every company is run by another human being. So it's all H to H, human to human. So, you know, that's the whole piece, right? It is a human platform. And if you actually leverage it right, there's so much opportunity to be able to connect with other human beings. And, you know, that's my goal. That's my mission, Kate, is to be able to humanize the way we look at marketing. You know, we've gone so far when we kind of look back at some of my past, Kate. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. I've been doing this for a bit, over 20 years. One of my first clients, and my wife always laughs because she says this kind of ages me. <laughs> but one of my first clients was MySpace. Um, I used to actually monetize all of the traffic on MySpace and help them build one of the first social media ads that a lot of what you see out today is based on. So I've got to really be able to shift because I did that so long and I've helped monetize so much. I need to be able to teach people there's a better way to how to do it. How do we educate, inspire, and draw people in and not just worry about the monetization piece? A lot of that be a byproduct. Let's concentrate on advocates first. So good morning. Good morning. I love that. And I'm just laughing. You said MySpace. I'm like, oh my gosh, MySpace. Remember that? Yeah, I do. It was <laughs> my client, so Kate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, um, all right. I love, I, I'm so excited and I feel like there's so many different directions we could go, but what I wanted to kind of start with, because I think it's important, especially when people think about how they're, how they are approaching LinkedIn, I would love for you not to call anybody out, but I feel like let's just do a little inventory to kind of tell us what you see are like the top three mistakes people are making. So before, before we go into all the juiciness of all the strategies, what are some mistakes that people can stop doing that is really going to kind of set them up for success before we even move forward? Yeah, no worries. It was, um, it was funny. It's, I, all of a sudden I thought our, our freelance leader, Glenn, wasn't on here because I've had the ability to be able to kind of go through his profile a lot too. I work with his team to, you know, really make sure that their LinkedIn experience is amazing. And he's connected with that audience as well. But, you know, Kate, it really starts, I think the biggest thing, I mean, I could go through a lot of stuff, right? I mean, <laughs> there's so many pieces. Most people get pissed off at LinkedIn because they're like, I get spammed all the time. People pitch me. But before we get into that, Let's talk about profiles, right? Everyone goes on there. I guarantee you if I said, hey, all right, flash your mic if you have a LinkedIn profile. I guarantee you, and let's see, flash your mic. If anyone's got a profile. All right, so see, everyone's got a LinkedIn profile, right? We've been there. We've done that. But the problem is we built that profile as we're looking for a job. It looks like a resume. And look, that's not, there's no problem with that, right? If you're looking for a job, then allow your profile to be your resume and be able to be read out. But still, it should be your career journey. It should be telling a story, right? We want to be able to jump off the page. We want people to be able to fall into our story. And so this is the biggest thing that I see. And this is where everyone needs to really be able to start is how does your personal brand stand out, right? You are your personal brand. Even if you work for somebody else, we live in a world where it really has shifted from a personal brand being the biggest thing, right? People want to be able to hear you. And so that's what you need to be able to do on your, on your profile is how do we tell the story? It's not the same. We start with a picture, Kate. It's not, you know, a picture from Instagram. It's a professional picture. It is, but it doesn't have to be you. If it's, you're a man, you don't have to be in a suit and tie, right? Unless you're wearing a suit and tie every day, you know, then put it on there. But if you're not, you know, share who you really are. And then I want you to be able to go in and be able to tell the story. If you look at my LinkedIn profile, Kate, I didn't just start out as the CEO of Standard Authority. I see so many people do that. I want you to be able to tell the story of where you started from. I actually go all the way back to working at Chili's as a server way back when, because I want people to understand I'm just like them. I built my way up and I went through, there's all these things where I volunteer, what I want to be able to do. I'm telling a story and I write it in a way that is drawing someone in, not just static. 
And that's for, you're talking about like the description. I'm talking about everything. So like like when we were kind of going in, Kate, you know, it starts off right off the gate with your, your headline, right? I mean, like we're going in on LinkedIn, most people will be like, oh, you know, um, Kate, master interviewer at Breakfast with Champions, right? That's a title. I can be able to see that. But at the same time, I kind of look at, we always teach, I help X to achieve Y so they can do Z because it's more customer facing forward. It tells when, who you work with. So I help X, right? It starts off with this. Before we even get into where you've worked, what you've done in your life, it starts off with that title because I want to be able to draw people in. I help X. Who's the ideal person that you work with, right? Is it entrepreneurs? Is it business owners? Is whatever it might be to do Y, right? This is the service. This is, but most times this is what people try and sell on. People don't buy you for your service. They buy for the outcome. What does it do for them? So it's, I help X, the ideal person, to do Y. This is the service that you provide so they can have or they can do Z. This is that emotional tie that draws someone in. And so that's really where your profile starts, really with the headline before we get anywhere farther. All right. So this makes sense, right? Having that profile, setting your profile up first. When someone thinks, you mentioned... Gosh, there's like, again, there's so many directions to go because you said we don't want to get into like spammy messages. But this is what I feel like is one of the most frustrating things on LinkedIn. I know that I do want to build my network. I love connecting with people, right? Like I want to, I want to, like I just gave the challenge, right? To meet five new people, just to have like connection calls, just to have these calls to get to know someone. How do you effectively start to grow your network and meet the right people on LinkedIn and do it in a way that doesn't feel salesy spammy, but do it in a way where people aren't feeling like, oh my gosh, here's just somebody else that wants to pitch. Because I know we can all, well, we would probably all flash our mics if I asked the question, hey, do you get those, you know, 12 page LinkedIn uh, messages the second that you connect with somebody that's basically just pitching you something. So how do you make real true connections? All right. You know, I, I know we're going to get there. And, you know, I wanted to make sure I at least to the profile first, Kate, because if you start sending out messages and your, your profile isn't on point, you know, that's what we're all looking at. Just like when we're here, right? We go check out people's profile. So I wanted to at least make sure I touched on that. So now we've gotten your profile everyone's looking sharp on LinkedIn, right? And now we want to be able to connect with other people. You're right. We all love it, right? We all love it when, I mean, like, like I've been on stage and people go, hey, Joshua B, ever thought about using LinkedIn to get leads, right? It's that pitch. We're always getting it. And it's, on my LinkedIn, my first name is Joshua B. So I can be able to pick up automation really quickly, which LinkedIn hates already, but people still find a way around it. But there's a better way right? There's a better way to be able to connect with people. And we want to be able to do that. We don't like the people that go in and like, I'm going to send out a thousand messages. And if I get that one sale, they're like, yeah, I got the one sale. No, you just pissed off 999 people. And there's a way to be able to make them as advocates because you're treating them like human beings, like you were saying, Kate. So Kate, have you seen uh, the movie uh, Social Dilemma on Netflix? Yes. All right. So if you've seen the movie on, on Netflix called Social Lemma, one, it'll scare a lot of people if you haven't been in the industry for a long time. But we have been conditioned over the last 20 years by these social networks. And we've been conditioned to like, comment, share, post, like, comment, share, post. We're in this constant you know, cycle of being able to go like, comment, share, post. Well, if we want to be able to connect with someone, you know, as, as marketers, as salespeople, we know we've got to create stop gaps in their patterns. And if I want to create a stop gap in someone's pattern, I kind of look at, and I want to be able to connect with someone. I want to kind of look at the ways that I can be able to do that in a human fashion. And a lot of the stuff that I teach Kate and go over are just the same things that my mother taught me how to be able to treat other human beings. I'm just doing it online. Right? So on LinkedIn, there's a couple different things. Um, I hopefully I'm not alone and I have to believe everyone here on the stage and everyone listening hates cold calls and hates cold emails, right? It's, it's not something that we like to be able to get. As soon as that phone call, you get that phone call, you get that two second pause before you're like, hello, and no one answers. You're like, up, oh, up, oh, it's, it's a cold call, hang up. It's the same thing on LinkedIn, right? We want, don't wanna get pitched. But so I look for triggers. On LinkedIn, and the way to be able to connect with someone is when they're taking an action. If someone looks at my profile, because we can see the people that look at our profiles. If someone engages in our content, right? 
but these are triggers that someone's taken action towards us. There's two ways to be able to look at it. This is the first side. So if someone looks at my profile or engages with my when's the last time you got reached out to and said, hey, Kate, I noticed you checked out my profile. Thank you. You know, starting with appreciation. We live in a world post-COVID where a lot of us took the little things for granted. We took for granted not having to wear a mask all the time, being able to go outside and go out to dinners and all that other stuff. And hell, I'll be really honest, I took for granted my kids actually going to school rather than just the other room, right? These are those little things that we took for granted we didn't really realize. Well, the same thing as, as someone liking a post or looking at your profile, we take these for granted. So reach out and that's where we start, right? I wanna go out and say, hey, Kate, I saw you looked at my profile, I just wanna say thank you. Too often we don't appreciate it. I'd love to be able to connect with you and find out what pushed you to check me out. Hey, Kate, I saw you like my recent post. I just wanna reach out and say thank you. Love to find out what pushed you to engage in my content. Right, because now I'm thanking them and creating a stopgap by appreciating them for something they've taken for granted. Looking at someone's profile, engaging on someone's content, and I'm saying thank you, right? It's as easy as that, and that's where it starts. That's just one way to be able to connect and engage with people because if they look at your profile and engage your content, there's a reason why. That's an opportunity to be able to start a conversation that can turn into a relationship, that can build into an opportunity. Oh my gosh, I love that, you know, <laughs> Joshua, as you're talking, I'm laughing because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I always look at when so, when it says, oh, so-and-so looked at your profile and I do nothing with that information. I'm just like, oh, okay. So it's like so simple as you're saying, it's usually the simplest thing, right? It's like, as you're saying it, I'm like, oh, duh, that makes so much sense to just be able to like say that. And then it really does feel a lot more human because you're acknowledging the fact that they looked at your profile. So I really like that. Um, and it's more of like a warm lead, right? If they're already, if they've looked at it for whatever reason, or they've interacted with your posts, um, which I really, which I really appreciate. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Um, regarding, okay, so I love this. You've got your profile set up. You're looking for some triggers, um, including that, that looking, uh, who's looked at your profile, who's engaged with you. Let's talk a little bit about engagement because I know that's a big thing over on LinkedIn. It's so, I, I love that you brought up that documentary because just with that we're programmed with that like, comment, share, I think a lot of us are programmed to post and leave. We're just like, oh, we're going to post and it's, it's going to be amazing. And all of my posts are so great. And then you just walk away instead of engaging with other people. So can you talk a little bit about strategies around building relationships by engaging with other people and their content without kind of only just going in for the kill and trying to connect with them, but just supporting them? Of course. And Kate, if I'm doing my job right, I'm leading you right where I want to go. So I love it. <laughs> Um, that's exactly the next aspect because now we're being reactive, right? I originally told you, Hey, people that are engaging with you, they're engaging on your content and they're, you know, looking at your profile that's engaging, you know, you're being reactive to their engagement. Well, how do we be proactive, right? How do we, how do we build true engagement marketing? Well, in the same sense, you know, people post online, right? And Kate, if I had asked you, right, why do people post online? What would you say? I, I mean, most people post online because they're looking to get, they want to get leads. They want to get business. Yeah, but that I hear all the time. People say, I want to get leads. I want to get business, branding, customer awareness, all those things. But the most human aspect of it, what we've been conditioned to do, the most visceral is when we post online, the first thing we're looking for is that little hit of dopamine we all get when someone likes or comments on our post. Am I correct? And then it's everything after that. And this is why like, they call me the dopamine dealer, right? Because we wanna be those dopamine dealers. Because everyone, I don't care who you are, where you are in the world, we all go, we put something online and we go, oh my God, is someone gonna like it? Are they gonna comment on it, right? And then it's everything after that. 
So if we want to be that, we've got to be able to turn into these dopamine dealers. On LinkedIn, there's an amazing feature. So if you haven't used it or not, there's called there's a thing called the Sales Navigator. Highly suggest everyone using it. I think it's they continue to raise the price on it. It's about $100 a month right now. But it allows you, it's their built-in CRM system. And what it does is it allows you to be able to really identify your ideal audience, be able to really segregate them out. Has a lot of the features that Facebook kind of took away from us to be able to really identify those audiences. Now, here's the thing. Most marketers use it as a spamming tool. They're going through, they're going to scrape the list and be able to go do the whole thing. Hey, Kate, I see you're on Clubhouse. Me too. And then you're going to get pitched, right? As soon as you connect with them. We all love that. There's a better way to be able to do that, right? On With Sales Navigator, you can also identify that audience and then be able to see who's posted online in the last 30 days. Now, this is cool because on LinkedIn, the average person gets less than 1% engagement currently right now. Now, our clients get anywhere from 8 to 10% engagement on their posts. But when the other people that you're trying to be able to reach out to, they're getting 1%, they're all human, no matter who they are in this world. And they want that hit of dopamine. They're posting to be able to get that. So why not give that to them first? If I see you post online, Kate, and you're that ideal audience I want to do, I'm going to do the same thing I did before. I'm going to like your post. I'm going to comment on it. And then my outreach to you, Kate, I'm going to start out with that appreciation, right? I'm going to say, hey, Kate, saw your recent post on LinkedIn. Wow, just really appreciated what you added about X, Y, and Z. See a lot of synergy. Love to be able to connect with you, right? Where again, we're thanking them for something they really think about. I guarantee you, on this platform, unless you're a massive influencer, you know, you're not getting people reaching out to you to be able to say thank you for posting. You've liked it, you've commented, and you reached out to them to be able to start a conversation. And that's where it starts. Now, that's just the tip of it, but that's one of the best ways to be able to outgoingly go after the people that you want and be able to start with that hit of dopamine that can kind of put them in a flow state to be able to start that conversation. That's so awesome. And, and I love, that's why you're the dopamine dealer. I love that. I never really thought about it like that, but that's exactly, I feel like we don't even know that that's what we're looking for. That's just, that's what's ingrained in us. We get that dopamine hit when we look at, that's why we go onto these social media platforms so often throughout the day. If you haven't seen that documentary, by the way, whoever's in, whoever has not seen it yet, it is really great to watch. But like you said, Joshua, a little scary. Uh, but it is interesting to just see how we interact. And one of the reasons why I love what you just shared about being that kind of dopamine hit for people is, well, two things. One, as I said that, I, it just reminds me of the one of my favorite uh, Maya Angelou quotes, which is people for, will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And if you can make them feel good about what they're posting, they're not going to forget that. They're going to be excited about that. And two, what's interesting to me about LinkedIn that's different from, from other platforms, and I'd love to get your thoughts, I've realized, or noticed at least, I will post on LinkedIn, I'll share articles, I started a newsletter over there a few weeks ago, and I find that I'm, I'm seeing there's a lot of views, and not necessarily as many comments, but on LinkedIn, I see if someone likes it, they'll like it and they'll comment. But if somebody sees it and likes it on LinkedIn, I get more messages than I do actual engagement on the on the platform. Or what I notice too is I'll be out and about in my community and I'll get people that are saying, oh my gosh, I love your newsletter. I'm like, what? You don't, I've never even seen you engage in it. So do you feel like LinkedIn is a, is a platform where people aren't as like share comment as some other platforms? Is that something that you experience? Okay. I mean, it can be, but how are you conditioning your audience? Mm. Right. I mean, I'm going through and conditioning them and starting off my relationship with them to appreciate them for when they like and comment going through to be able to give them those dopamine hits. Guess what? We're all human. As soon as you get that dopamine hit, you want it again, you want it again. So when you're actually engaging with them and do it, giving first and again, getting them to go that. And then when they like and comment on your own posts, engaging back they want to continue to be able to do it and you can continue to condition them to be able to have that conversation build that relationship so that's where it starts you know you can't as leaders as thought leaders right as influencers we have to lead by example so if you're not liking commenting and engaging with your audience 
Why should you expect them to be able to do the same for you? And that's where we've got to stand up. That's where we've got to stand out. Awesome. Okay. I feel like I'm actually, I'm so excited. I have a call with your beautiful wife today and <laughs> cause I'm like, I want some LinkedIn help this year. This is my year to, to grow on LinkedIn. So I'm excited to, to chat and dive deeper in with, um, with the two of you. Um, so let's talk about, I would love to hear your thoughts on content. What is there a particular content? I feel like everyone has the, the kind of constant conversation of, do you post videos? Do you post articles? Do you post text? Is it long form? Is it short form? Do you, what is your recommendation for people that are like, I don't even know what to post on LinkedIn? Well, first off, you just got to be able to post, right? I mean, like you can't expect to be able to kind of sit back and allow people to be able to find you. You know, you've got to be able to put your insights out there. Um, there's many different ways. I mean, carousels work amazing. Polls work amazing. You know, content videos still trying to get, you know, it's a little bit less um, engagement on that platform for a certain few. Video works really well. But overall that we've seen, we don't see a lot of um, visibility and engagement on video yet. But LinkedIn's trying to change that because, again, with LinkedIn, they're trying to shift how people use the platform, right? With LinkedIn audio and different other features like that that are being launched right now, the average person on LinkedIn spends about seven and a half minutes. It's not like you're on Clubhouse or Facebook where you're actually spending your entire day, you know, listening into amazing people like yourself, Kate. So, you know, how do you actually be able to engage with these people? It's gotta be short, sweet, to the point. It's gotta evoke an emotion. I kind of look at the, the formula of 10, 20, 70. And I know a lot of people have heard of 80, 20, 70, but the 10, 20, 70 formula of creating content works really, really well. Kate, have you heard of the 10, 20, 70 before? I am writing it down and ready to hear about it. <laughs> All right. Well, the 102070 rule of content starts with this. And I'm moving around my house for some reason. I'm just trying to not wake up my kids and my wife. And I think I moved too far into one side of our house. Um, but 102070 is 10% personal, right? We're all human beings. We've got to be able to connect on that human level. This LinkedIn's not Facebook, so you don't need to know that my kids are going to school, but you need to know to have them, right? Everyone goes, oh, it's a business platform. There's still humans on that platform. I kind of look at it this way, Kate. So when you talk about 10% personal, right? It's that whole, um, you know, I call it my door to the couch mentality. All right, so let's say we remember the old days, right? People used to knock on your door trying to sell you things. We've all heard the whole, let me sell you this pen, right? Well, if I knocked on your door, Kate, and I'm like, hey, I'm Joshua B. Lee. I want to be able to say, before I even have half that out of my mouth, <laughs> you're closing the door on me, especially with COVID and everything else. You're like, I don't know what this person is. But Kate, if you and I have some kind of personal bond, some kind of connection, some kind of commonality, right? That human human side, and you and I are hanging out on the couch, I'm like, Kate, look at this cool new pen I got. I don't have to say much more than that because you're probably going to take it away, take it out of my hands and be like, dude, Josh, why do you love this pen so much? And so that's where that 10% personal comes in on all your content, not just on LinkedIn, across everything, right? We've got to humanize it. We've got to personalize it. We've got to let people know who we are, where we come from, what we do, right? As human beings. So 10% of your content show that personal touch every single time, right? To be able to build that commonality. Now, 20%, this 20% is run your company, right? But I don't want you to be on there talking about what you can do for someone. We've all seen that person, right? I was telling you how they can make some figures. I want you to be on there telling you how you can help someone. And at the same time, if you have 20% of your content on your company, you're not that person in the room. Like if I was always everywhere and I'm like, and you're like, oh, dude, there's Josh. That dude never shuts up about LinkedIn. It's exhausting. We've all seen that person. We don't want to be that person on LinkedIn. And so many people are. All they're doing is pitching, selling, and talking about the company all the freaking time, right? So only 20% of your content should be around your company. Telling about how you've helped someone, giving stories, telling them about what you do in your company, the different activities, things like that. Not being that person also going, Hey, you want to make seven figures? I can teach you. We've all seen the person. We don't want to be that person. And then 70% of your content, right? We want to be, we want to educate our audience. And now I, I know the word influencer has been thrown around a lot. I kind of look at this on LinkedIn, the people that we work with, I, they don't want to be influencers, right? Influencers, a lot of times I see are the, the kids on, on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, 
you know, that are pitching some product that got paid billions of dollars to sell for, for no apparent reason. <laughs> On LinkedIn, I want to be a thought leader with influence. And so if I want to be able to be that, I also have to be able to become a destination site. So 70% of my content needs to educate my audience. It needs to inspire my audience. So I want to be a gatherer. We're constant learners. Everyone here, we've got 244 people in this room. You are all learning information. How much of this are you actually sharing with your audience? Even if it's not your information, we want to be aggregators of value. So we want to be able to gather that information and provide it to your audience each and every day. We want to educate them because when we educate them, even if it's not our content, but we're sharing it because we are the influencers, we are the leaders, we are the people they go to each and every day to be able to learn exactly how, where, why, all these other aspects. When they get educated enough to realize they have an issue or a problem, they're going to go to you to solve it. So 10% personal, 20% company, 70% other that adds value. Oh my gosh. And there you go. That is, that is it. I love that 10, 20, 70. It almost makes you it easier to kind of think through your schedule of what you want to share and what you want to, sh and what you want to say. Um, what a great blueprint. And I wrote that down, Joshua, be a thought leader with influence. I really, really like that because you're right. I think so many people throw around the word influencer and some people have a negative connotation. Some people don't, that's what they want to be. But but I really, um, I really appreciate that because on LinkedIn, when I think LinkedIn, I do think thought leadership. Like that's what I think. I think it's a place where you are able to connect with some incredible people that are the top um, in their industry. Um, all right, I'm gonna turn it over to some people to ask some questions in just a couple of minutes. So if you have a question, get your questions ready for Joshua B. Lee. Uh, but I do wanna at least touch on a little bit um, what are your thoughts? Because I know it's very brand new. They just rolled it out. But obviously, we're here on Clubhouse. We love social audio. We're here every single morning. Would love to hear your thoughts so far on LinkedIn audio, what your experience is, and kind of what your thoughts are on where it's going and if people should be kind of looking into it. I know not everyone has access. If I'm correct, only about 200 people. They rolled it out to about 200 people. And you are one of those select people, which is amazing. So why don't you share a little bit about LinkedIn audio and what your thoughts are so far? Yeah, no way. Okay. Now, and let me make sure I clarify everyone, all 800 million people on LinkedIn have access to it. Only 200 of us are in the creator program for beta that can actually create and host the rooms. So yes, it is pretty cool to be able to have that access, early access that are kind of going in. I know uh, Dora Maria has joined us in one of our rooms and, you know, it's in a lot of others that I see in the room too have seen us there. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's definitely a feature that's going to kind of go through. As we kind of see this roll out, it's only a little bit, a week and like two days old, everyone. So it just rolled out. And yeah, it's beta. So there are a lot of different bugs that we're kind of going through to be able to help LinkedIn work out. What I love about it is, you know, I was an early mover. Like I was, it's been over, over a year. Um, I got on Clubhouse and... 2019. Wow, it seems like so long. Wait, yeah, 2020, not 2019. I'm crazy. I forget what year we're in right now. <laughs> and I mean, that was the early days. Me and Glenn were up here, you know, rocking it, going through, creating relationships. Have we had a good so time much more. Every day, every day. What's up, Glenn? Every hour of every day. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So, you know, we were back there. So, this is that early first mover opportunity, right? We're kind of going in there. And but the cool thing is, like back then, we talked a lot about, man, what if, what could we have on Clubhouse with LinkedIn? I'm working directly with LinkedIn. You know, the 200 of us are actually talking directly every single day with the people over at LinkedIn to be able to figure out bugs, what we like, what we don't like. So that's really amazing for us on that side as one of the creators of that program. Now, here's the other piece. There's so many things. Like I told you, LinkedIn has seven and a half minutes, you know, average user time on that platform. They're hoping to be able to expand that. This is a little bit different. What I love about Clubhouse is, guess what? I can actually go in and be able to see everyone line the feed. It's not trying to be Clubhouse. They're trying to add another feature, another level of that human connection. This is why I like LinkedIn, you know, because they want to be able to do that. They're trying to tell people they're different because they want to build that human connection, those relationships. And so they're adding audio as an event. So it's set up like an event. We go in, like I have an event later today um, with my amazing wife at 9 a.m. Central on Clubhouse, on, on Clubhouse, on LinkedIn audio, all about building your personal brand. 
you know, and leveraging um, LinkedIn audio. So of course, I hope everyone can join us there. But the whole thing is it's an event. We built it a week ago. We invite people, we're able to do this thing. So it's really being able to invite your connections because so many of us have connections on LinkedIn that we never engage with. And then drawing them into conversation. We can go on stage, there's fun stuff like Twitter spaces. You can have reactions, emojis. So instead of having to flash the mic, I can get hearts and, and high fives and you know thumbs up and all those kind of things. So it's great to be able to have that interaction. And it works very well. I can use it on my phone and I can use it on my desktop. So Kate, right now we're enjoying it. It's definitely not easy to find because it's like an event you've got to search like hashtag LinkedIn audio or hashtag LinkedIn audio events and be able to see it in the events section. But that's what's kind of going on right now to be able to do that. And, you know, I'm using it. I'm, I'm leveraging. We've got, you know, in the audio room today, we've got the amazing Emily Lyons joining us. Um, you know, I said, like I said, my wife, Rachel B. Lee is going to be in there and we're going to be kind of going in and taking people and sharing what we learned in Clubhouse over on LinkedIn audio and connecting with a little bit different audience. But it's still there. They're still humans. And the, one of the cool things, I'll, just, I'll leave it at this, Kate. So I was blown away. We were in a, um, we, we were running a room on Sundays, uh, Robert Hanna, Johnny Nash, myself, and Rachel B. Lee, my wife, run a LinkedIn Creator Town Hall every Sunday um, at 1230 Central. And we were there this last weekend. And we had someone come up on stage and like, this is so cool because we are on the desktop. He was actually listening and interacting with us through the metaverse. He was on his Oculus, getting in the LinkedIn room, connecting, talking to us, everything. And we're in the metaverse. That's where we want to be, Web 3.0. So that's a cool thing that we can actually do on LinkedIn as well. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. I love it. And I have been able to be part of some interesting LinkedIn rooms. I did, um, I did sign up for your room today because i'm like i gotta go check them out so i will be there to to check it out and i've been in a couple rooms and it is really cool i love that you mentioned the feature of being able to like laugh and clap and it it's it is it is fun and what i love about it is you're on platform so i really looked at it like when you're on clubhouse we at first at least when we first started clubhouse you had to go over to instagram to like message and connect and kind of build a relationship with people. LinkedIn is cool because you're in a room with someone, you're listening to them talk through, um, you're listening to them on audio like we are here, but you're staying on platform and you can connect with them. So as I was in the room, I was like looking on people's profiles and I was connecting with them and leaving you them messages. You can verify, right? You can verify yeah. someone's really what they're saying. They're not just like, look at me, I'm a trillionaire. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Yes, exactly. 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 It was so, it's so fun. It's so cool. I'm excited um, to get into it. I can't wait till I have access to be able to open up some rooms myself. In fact, I don't know if GI is here, but I was chatting with GI because she has access to it as well. So I'm excited. I'll be in the room today to kind of support you and see how you're uh, going to start using it. But um, really cool that you're part of that creator program. And I can't wait to have that feature. So if anybody um, is interested, please go over to LinkedIn. If you're not yet connected to Joshua, I don't know what you're waiting for. So go connect with him over on LinkedIn, um, see the event that he has going on. And if you're around, then check out the LinkedIn audio. It's a really fun time and um, we'll start to build some relationships and connections over there. All right, I do wanna leave some time for some questions, but I'm gonna do a quick room reset. You are in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, your place for motivation, education, and inspiration. And here's the deal. This is kind of the pre-show, I feel like. I feel like this is pre-show before we go to hashtag Rise and Grind, the incredible morning show led by Glenn Lundy. And we want to make sure that everybody is part of this in incredible, uh, incredible show. So... If you have not yet invited some people into the room or shared this room, please go ahead and click that little, those little arrow buttons, share the room. Let's get people hyped up for hashtag rise and grind this morning. It's always going to, it's always an incredible show. And I feel like they keep getting better and better. And so we are so happy that you are here in the room today. And I do want to give a shout out to some people that uh, I got to be part of a, a room last night and uh, good to see you, Monica and Linnell and Mary Lynn and um, Don is here. We see Obani, oh, happy clubhouse anniversary to you and Mariana and lots of incredible people. I just love seeing all you. And Shannon's here. 
and my friend Wendy and Amanda and oh, Dr. O, you are here. Gina, hello, hello. Rachel B. Lee is in the house too, joining her husband. So Rachel, so good to see you. I'm excited for our call today. Jan, always so wonderful to see you. Norman, I always just love, I just love getting to spend the morning with all of you incredible individuals. Okay, I wanna open it up for some questions. So Joshua, are you ready for some, some questions for, with some people? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, I see Justin and then Dora Maria and then Lolita. Good morning, Kate and Joshua. Phenomenal segment, LinkedIn is the real deal. Um, I've been working on it for the last couple months and it's made a huge difference. Joshua, I got a very simple question. I just connected with you on LinkedIn. How do I find the actual audio event? Like, how do I put my hand up and say, I will be there to support you? Like, what page would it be on? Yeah, no worries. What I can do is, um, Kate, I don't know if you want to, I can sing you over the link and uh, maybe pop it up at the top for a second. Oh, yeah. Actually, if, if uh, Rachel Or maybe if Rachel wanna... can. Yeah, yeah just Rachel pop can it up it there. Over to you. So, yeah, Justin, we'll pop it up at the top and that'll get everyone invited and let us know about the. The 9 a.m. room, because like I said, it is a little difficult to be able to find on LinkedIn right now, but we will add it and share it for you guys. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. And I'll see you over there later. Um, okay, Dora Maria. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kate. Um, so, Josh, uh, you mentioned um, what to post, right? Like, as far as what percentage, personal business, et cetera. But what is the frequency? Because it's, it is different. I noticed that you, when you were speaking um, on the live audio, that it was different. So can you speak to that a little bit just so that we can all get a good idea of what that frequency should be? Because it is different from posting on like Instagram and especially Facebook. Yeah, yeah, of course. Now, and the difference is there's a big difference, right? Like unless you are <sighs> Gary V. Um, Ariana Huffington, you know, these big names that are on there, Bill Gates, whatever, you know, like, honestly, you don't want to be sharing more than one time a day. They're not looking for content from people like that are just going to overload the feed. They want to have content from a lot of people across the entire platform. So what I want you to kind of think about is when to be able to share, you want to educate that audience and not over post because they will ding you. If you share that first time, you got the best reach. If you share a second time, you've got to get the three times as amount of engagement as you did in that first post to get the same visibility. So let's say that, that first post, you got 10 likes and two comments, so 12 engagements. You've got to get 36 engagements if you got 100 views in the first post to get that same 100 views on the second post. So really be smart with it, right? I want everyone to be able to kind of go through and think about this. It is a business platform, you know, even if I say it's all human, it's still a business platform, right? Monday through Friday are the best days to post. A lot of times Robert, Hannah, Rachel, and I use Saturdays to be able to do some polls because polls are amazing. And some of the best times we've seen to be able to post, to be able to get that best engagement is between 8 and 10 a.m., right? I mean, there's a lot of times you'll hear on there people will say, okay, before people go to work, so between 7 to 8 a.m., around noon, around lunchtime, and then 5 to 6, I still overall see the best time to post between that 8 and 10 a.m. hour, either where your audience is or where you are located. So I know we're around the world, everyone. You can't be like, okay, I need everyone to post at 8.30 a.m. Central. Not the case. Where are you located? And then share your content there. Does that help? No, that's awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Dora Maria. Um, you know what would be, Justin, I was just thinking as, as a as Joshua was walking through profiles and stuff, you know what would be cool? Justin does these incredible segments where he actually takes us over to LinkedIn and show, or to um, YouTube and shows us stuff. I think it would be a fun segment. Not throwing new work your way, Justin, but it would be kind of cool to do, uh, let's kind of go over and show people a LinkedIn profile and how to set it up and how to create content and what to post, where to post. But just throwing some ideas out there. I'm here for it. <laughs> if you use the platform. <laughs> um, all right, Lolita, you are next. And then I'm gonna go down the stage. So um, I, after you, I'll get some, some, more, some more questions in the queue. 
Hey, Kate and Joshua B. Lee. What a powerful session. Joshua, it was so value added. Thank you so much. I am going to be doing some different things on LinkedIn. As of today, you have made the to-do list and the small wins board all in one day. I love it. Thank you. Um, I was just going to add that folks don't be dismayed if you're not one in the 200 that is in beta testing. I'm not either. But guess what that means is that we can support our champions like Joshua B. Lee, as well as GI did an amazing room the other day. And then we can give them our input so that then they can leverage our voice to also make updates on LinkedIn. So just know that your voice can also be heard. Just wanted to throw that in there as well as we go to support. Then we can also give them input to make sure that because they're at the table, remember we always talk about when folks are at the table, we give in so that they can pull us up when they can. And right now let's leverage our voice. Thanks y'all. Lolita, 100%, please everyone. And, and Rachel popped up the link at the top. We want as much feedback as possible. This is the opportunity. This is why people like GI and my wife, Rachel, Robert Hanna, that a lot of you guys know in here as well, too. Like, we want you guys to join us. We want you guys to give us the feedback because you're 100%. We got to see the table and we're bringing everyone with us. I love that. I love that you shared that, Lolita. It's such a good point. And also, what's cool is even if you're not one of the 200 of the creators, it's, it's cool to be part of it. Like I was, I was loving, um, so Judy Fox is someone that we've talked about in this room. She, she does some rooms over on LinkedIn. And so I was part of her room and, um, uh, Chris Bovins and he, that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, and he, and they were doing some rooms and I'm like, it's just cool to be part of it. It's cool to be part of knowing that, Hey, we are all, we are all kind of in this together. We all get to experience this together. And for those that were part of clubhouse when it first kind of started like in that november december time frame last year we all it was just like this i don't know i just kind of had that i get that same feeling over on linkedin like it's cool it's innovative it's new and we're all kind of the thought leaders that get to play around in that space and see where it goes so i'm excited to be like oh i got to be part of you know, Joshua and Rachel's one of their first rooms and and this is what we kind of learned and this is what we took from it. So I still feel very much a part of that community. And that really is attributed to how uh, Joshua and Rachel set up their rooms because you really do feel like you're like part of the family, part of the tribe. And so that's why it's so, I mean, we talk about that in this room all the time, your vibe attracts your tribe. So when we're able to be part of those communities, um, it, it supports you. It supports every, every single person. So I really love that. Um, shout out to Rachel. Rachel, can you just say a little, uh, a hello to everyone? We're so glad that you're joining us today. Hi, Kate. I'm still in bed with Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> Josh got up a while ago. I slept a little longer, but wanted to say hello and really appreciate um, y'all taking some time to learn about LinkedIn with my hubby, Joshua. And we're, we're really excited to uh, to test this out with the Clubhouse crew. So 8.30. Josh, did you talk about the pre-party at 8.30 too? I have not. Yeah. So that's one thing we did learn really well at the same time, Kate, is we... And we learned this. I mean, like just kind of going through, I think Robert had did one prior, but like we bring everyone, right? We try and bring our, our crew from Clubhouse over. So we're going to do a pre-party here on Clubhouse at 8.30 to be able to kind of get everyone, you know, excited and going and then, you know, pop the link up again and then bring everyone back over to LinkedIn because it's like, look, you know, we built all this amazing friends and family over here. Let's make sure they know about it and then bring them over to LinkedIn because it's much easier to find a room over here. Yeah, and that was hey, a stolen idea from, hold on, hey, just Josh want to give credit due to Robert Hanna and Chris Biven. And Chris Biven and Emily Lyons are featured in today's Clubhouse pre-party and in the room. So want to shout out to them for giving us extra love today. Hey, Josh, this is Tony just awesome. jumping in here real quick. Uh, you, The room is set up for, I know you guys are in Puerto Rico, so it's not Eastern Standard Time. And you're set up for 10 a.m., so you might want to just verify that because... Uh, we might be looking at an hour difference to Eastern Standard. All right. Well, I will look. I thought I set up on my time, but um, we'll get it, it all is, set up babe. over there. It's a 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. Central for us. It should yeah, adjust based Central, off yeah. of your time zone. All right. Um, so I think we, we have time for a couple more questions. I'm going to go down the stage. So please 
flash your mic if you have a question so I can get to you. Daniel, did I see you flashing? Can you hear me, Kate? Okay. Oh, yeah, Daniel, is that you? Did you, were you, do you have a question for Joshua? Uh, can anyone hear me? Oh, we can now. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yes, Josh. Um, just really wanted to touch base on um, the power of LinkedIn and um, when, when Josh, was, Josh was, share, was sharing about being more personable. Uh, so I was just multitasking because I'm working at the same time and uh, taking care of my crowdfunding ecosystem. Uh, Joshua, how would you, because um, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, right? I've got uh, a few connections going on 13K soon. Uh, but for me, it's always about the first impactful message. And I'm sorry if you've mentioned it before, but how would you do it? Imagine you wanted to really do that attraction marketing to someone. You wanted to really connect with them. How would you detail a good first impact message? Sorry for the question. Yeah, Dan, we, we did cover it a little bit, but I mean, like this is empowerful, right? It really needs to make sure we go through it. It start with appreciation, right? We want to create these stock gaps and someone patterns. So. One, if someone's looking at your profile or engaging your content, you want to reach out and say thank you, right? Hey, Daniel, I saw you looked at my profile. I just want to reach out and say thank you. Too often, I want to appreciate this. Love to be able to connect with you and find out what pushed you to check me out. Hey, Daniel, I saw you looked at uh, you engaged in my post. Man, dude, thank you so much. And again, please, everyone talk to text, right? Like, don't try and be like, hey, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's okay. We have clients that say aloha. We have someone that say, what's shaking, right? I mean, like, I want that real you to be able to shine out when you're starting those messages. I don't want you to be bland and to be able to start with that appreciation. And Daniel, if someone's posted great content, reach out again, start with that appreciation. Hey, Daniel, I saw your recent post, man. I just want to take two seconds out and say thank you, dude. I really loved it. And I got X, Y, and Z out of it, right? Because we're being able to open that conversation and we're starting with appreciation. These are the things that my mom taught me. Now, there's a whole list of other things that we kind of go through to be able to continue that conversation that turns that conversation to a relationship, turns that relationship into an opportunity. So, you know, that's, we, we cover that in some of our workshops. We actually got a workshop coming up in February that we're really going to dive deep into that stuff. But that is the best way to really be able to start that conversation is appreciate someone for that, something they've never been appreciated for. Thank you so much, Ashwin. I actually want to be a part of that uh because I want to be there, I'm all about learning and everything. And when, when that workshop is on play, I'll definitely love to be there. And thank you so much for, uh, you know, the information you've shared, because when it comes to LinkedIn, the power of the platform is amazing. And it's something that I'm definitely looking at using more and more. So thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for allowing me on the stage. Thank you. Yeah, Daniel, just um, DM me, man, either here or on Instagram or help even on LinkedIn. And um, I can uh, get you the link to the workshop to join us in February. Thank you. Thank you. I will do it. I will do it. Thank awesome. Thank you, Daniel. And happy clubhouse anniversary to you. Um, all right. We have time for one more question. One more question. Dr. Zakia? Dr. Yeah, Zakia? Yeah, she said it correctly, Kate. Hi. Good morning, everyone. My question for you, Josh, first, excellent presentation. I am a huge fan of LinkedIn, but it's kind of been like when you get that toy for Christmas when you're a little and you start playing with the new one, that's why I've been on Clubhouse and neglecting LinkedIn. And so I'm a LinkedIn Live um, curator. And my question is about, do you think um, one should focus more on the content? That's what I've been doing for over the last couple of years or start to implement commercials and, and um, those fancy graphics. Um, does that attract people more to your LinkedIn Live um, or just really focus on the content and the panelists that you're going to be having on your um, episode. Look, Thank you. Concentrate on the content. I mean, look, this is what people want to be. If you go in, I mean, we've talked with so many people. If I've got too many graphics, too many leaderboards, remember seven and a half minutes is the average user time on LinkedIn. So if you've got to go through a, a commercial and graphics before you actually get to the content, you lost them. We've tried it. We've tried the, you know, one minute time or countdown. Half the people are jumping past the next thing. In LinkedIn and on that platform, I'm going to tell you, real and raw, over overproduced. I get it. We want to be able to produce and have an amazing show like Glenn has with hashtag Rise and Grind, but it's it's he jumps right in. He's getting the stuff in, out there. And he's connecting, right? Connecting with the audience and everyone here on stage that are on hashtag Rise and Grind. So that's what it is. It's about the content. You don't have to go through 
Because if I see too much overproduction in a world that we live in today, I'm, I'm waiting for the pitch because I look at it as a commercial. And I'm not, I don't want to pitch. I want to make sure I'm connecting people, I'm educating myself, and then I want to be able to connect with them afterwards because they're providing with value. They're leading with value, right? Not only leading with value, but leading with value at the same time. Does that help? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.